As I say every week, this week's edition of Sports the Show is sponsored by Anchor. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and welcome to this week's edition of Sports The Show. If I am not mistaken, we are actually at episode 10 of Sports The Show, so uh, I honestly cannot believe that we made it this far. So congratulations, I guess, to us. I am super excited. I still can't believe... We really made it this far. Um, But enough about me. We have a very exciting week of sports to show this week. Got some news this week as well. Going to be very exciting there. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week's edition of sports to the show, sponsored by Anchor, starts right now. We have a lot of news this week. We really do. I managed to write down the news actually during the week rather than just writing the whole show on Friday. So that's a good thing. I've improved. Usually I'll just write basically most of the news stories on Friday. But that is beside the point. Our first topic, The Last Dance. This week's edition focused on the 1992 Dream Team in Barcelona, Spain. Uh, interesting fact there, they outscored their opponents by 30 points every game. And if I'm not mistaken, they didn't even call a timeout. Wait, and I saw people comparing the 2012 Dream Team to them. Now, 1992, best Dream Team. That's it. I don't think there's anything else. This week's episode also focused on Michael winning his second and third NBA championships. It also gave you a look into the life of Michael and the stress of being a famous person, being confined to a hotel room so we would not be mobbed by crazy people. Showed also how Michael helped elevate the NBA culturally and around the world with advertisements. If you uh, saw Michael... Did a lot of the advertisements. It really did. And then you just looked around the world and then everyone knew Michael. They might not know anyone else about basketball. They might not even know the Chicago Bulls, but they probably knew Michael Jordan. Here's the best part from this week's episode of The Last Dance. Six, episodes five and six, at least. The best part was having Michael Jordan's parents make him have to go to the Nike meeting. He didn't want to go. He wanted to sign with Adidas or Converse. 
But nope, they made him go to the Nike meeting. Uh, interesting Nike stat, by the way, that came out. The company was hoping to sell $3 million worth of Air Jordans in four years. They sold $126 million worth of Air Jordans in the first 12 months. And at that moment, they knew. It was smart getting him, and he knew. He was right to go there instead of Adidas. I cannot imagine what it would be like with uh, Adidas Air Jordans. I really can't. Live baseball is back on ESPN. The Korean baseball organization, better known as the KBO, will have a total of six regular season games aired on ESPN per week. I believe most of them are going to be at like 5.30 in the morning, so I'm not going to watch them. I'll just uh, look at Twitter and then see what everyone said about that. That's how I get some of the sports news when I can't watch it. I just look at Twitter. Watch highlights. Yep, there we go. Uh, you got a behind-the-scenes look, I guess not, now. Anyway, ESPN is the exclusive English home of the KBO now. And if you remember, the Chinese uh, Professional Baseball League had some English announcers announcing some of their games, but it was not on ESPN, so this is technically live sports finally being back on ESPN. Uh, horse racing, I, I'm not going to get into horse racing if it's a live sport or not. It's entertaining. It's not really entertaining. That's just my opinion, though. Just make money, though. Anyway, uh, my team, if you're asking, is the NC Dinos. You want to know why? Two things. One, they have a pretty cool name. They really new. They don't have dinosaurs on the uniform, though. They should they should do that for Americans. Uh, but also, buff dinosaur mascot. That's it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, if you search swole dinosaur on uh, Google, yep, it's NC Dino swole mascot. It's the first thing to come up. The, oh. Wow, they have a lot to say about it. I'm not going to say what the article calls it because that's kind of weird. But, ladies and gentlemen, MC Dinos and the Swole, Swole Dinosaur mascot, they're going to win the uh, KBO's World Series this year. They're doing very good. They swept the Samsung Lions, Samsung Lions, sponsored by Samsung. So, hey, see, I do follow it. You guys know that now. I'm going crazy. It's fine. I'm just talking to a computer. Like it's a person. That's where we're at in the quarantine, ladies and gentlemen. We now move to our third story. The NBA facilities are beginning to open. They started to opening today, Friday the 8th, with the Portland Trailblazers and the Cleveland Cavs opening their facilities this morning. I believe I heard something about Denver opening up. I'm not sure if they did, though. Anyway, NBA teams are also now allowed to test asymptomatic players. So I know the Lakers and Clippers, as well as the Orlando Magic, they are going to be testing the asymptomatic players. We now move to our, once again, uh, lawyer segment, I guess. So, there, there, there's the gavel. Uh, a federal judge sided with U.S. soccer over the U.S. women's national team's equal pay lawsuit. The lawsuit filed last year focused on two major things, really. First, that the U.S. soccer violated the Equal Pay Act by paying them less than members of the men's team 
And second, that the U.S. Soccer Federation discriminated against them under Title VII of the Civil Rights Acts of 1964 with regards to the workplace in this case. The actual title states, quote, Title VII prohibits employment discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. I'm not going to get into that. Um, we, we try not to be controversial here. Anyway, Judge R. Gary Klosner, I think, is that, is, is he like, is this like Republican? I don't know. Anyway, Judge R. Gary Klos, Klos, Klosner. It's not, I wish it was like Kraus. That's easy to say, not Klosner. Like the, anyway, uh, I was in California, by the way. Judge R. Gary Klosner ruled that the players, quote, have not demonstrated a tribal issue that women, WNT, women's national team players, are paid less than men's national team players. End quote. The ruling was based on the figure that states women's players were paid more in total and on a per-game basis than their male counterparts, with the women earning $220,747 per game on average from 2015 to 2019 and earning $24.5 million, while the t- men's team earned $212,639 per game on an average of $18.5 million. The figures also don't include the compensation from the U.S. soccer when a player plays in the NWSL, National Women's Soccer League. The judge said the players being paid less is because of the CBA they actually agreed on. I was with you, and then you got in the CBA talk, and now I'm not sure. I don't have the CBA stats with me. There was a lot of lawyer talk on there that I didn't understand, because, once again, not a lawyer, but I've seen it talk about lawyer stuff every single week. Moving on. Uh, natural trial is scheduled to take place June 16th. I guess this was an opening hearing trial. I'm not sure. Alex Morgan and Megan Rapino are going to appeal the judge's decision. We now move to golf news. The date and location have been set for the Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning facing off against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. I believe it's called the challenge, but I'm not sure. Wait, no, that's it's not. That's definitely not what it's called. That's a copyrighted name. What is it called? I cannot remember. It had a. F- what? It can't be the challenge. It really can't. It's called The Match. That's how off I was. Wow. Anyway, the date and location for the, quote, match have been set. The teams, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning, taking on Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady on May 24th at Tiger Woods' course, the medalist in Hope Sound, Florida. Uh, Very interesting. Peyton Manning said that the police are actually allowing Tom Brady to be able to compete after you remember having some incidents like two weeks ago now, two or a week ago, involving him being picked kicked out of a park and going into the wrong house. Tom Brady seemed to be applauding by it. Uh, it's going to be airing May 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern time on TBS and TNT. All proceeds from the match will go to the COVID-19 relief. I think it's the COVID-19 relief fund. I don't know. Oh, I don't have that with me. Our last main news of the week. 
The NFL schedule has been released. Some teams had some interesting reveal videos. The Jacksonville Jaguars had cat memes. Funny cats. Broncos had a Friends remix. Then the Browns even a couple of years ago. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was actually, la- yeah, it was last year because OBJ. I remember. I remember stuff, guys. Uh, the Rams had their schedule on the new video screen of Selfie Stadium. First of all, these stadiums are looking weird now. I saw, uh, I don't know if it's an actual picture of what it looks like right now or just the concept. But that screen looks weird, man. It really does. They all do. Anyway, there was also some weird videos, most notably the Chicago Bears. What did I watch? I... I, I, I don't know how to describe what it was. I really don't. I, you hear the genuine confusing, uh, confusement of my tone because I honestly like said, "What the heck did I watch?" It was like old animation, I guess, from the nineties, and uh, there. Uh, it was produced by Cole Bennett and Lyrical Lemonade. Uh, so there, oh, I gotta turn it down. We're gonna be just doing a live describing of it. So there's live action bears, and then Stanley the Bear mascot. And there's a bear on the roof of the bus for some reason. And then they're picking up all the other mascots that they're going to face. And uh, the bears, the real bears are like growling at some of the mascots. It, it's weird. But the bear is letting him in. Why is Stanley to bear? I think that's the mascot letting them in. This is confusing. It really is. I am honestly trying to describe this to you guys, but I really can't. It's just basically the mascots running into the bus. That's all it is. That's how you get announced. And then on the bottom, it says what teams they're playing. That was the weirdest uh, 90 minutes, not 90 minutes, 90 seconds I will ever get back. Ugh. Just watching it. Yep. Gave me nightmares. Also, uh, Panthers had a weird one. They had TikTok. They had TikTok in their schedule reveal. I kid you not, it was weird. We're going to now talk about some of the primetime games. Dallas Cowboys, they have six total TV primetime games this season. Why? Why? I didn't think that. I guess so many people like Dallas. Anyway, it's just crazy, man. I'm not going to watch any of them. I just don't think Dallas is that good of a team. They are still good. They're talented, don't get me wrong, especially with now having C.D. Lamb joining the dominant offense, like as you could say, but they need to have more defense, really. That's just my opinion. Don't at me, Texan fans. Not Texans. Cowboys fans. Really don't. I'm scared of you guys. You guys are crazy. Not going to make fun of you. We now move on with the best games of the week. 
Uh, but before that, the season is starting with a Thursday night game. With the Chiefs taking on the Texans. Here we go. Week one. The best game that they have is the Buccaneers at the Saints. Going to be Tampa Bay facing off against the Saints. Could be possibly how we are going to see what is happening really right now with the uh, NFC North, I think. No, that's not the NFC North. I think it's the NFC East. I'm I, I'm not sure. I'm really not. I think it is the MC East. NFC East, actually. There we go. Enough talking. Basically, week one, Buccaneers and Saints. Week two, Bills and Dolphins. There are two young teams that could shock people this year. Bills uh, shocked me last year. We never know about Miami. They could be actually good this year. Especially with the Patriots no longer have a Tom Brady. Week three, a Monday Night Football game. Chiefs versus Ravens. It's going to be one of the best games of the season. Uh, I agree with some people. Why is it on Monday Night Football? It should be on Sunday Night Football. That's bigger than Monday Night Football. Really is. Week four, the Eagles at the 49ers. New Eagles offense this year. Going to be interesting. Got some more people added. Over the offseason, Darius Slay. You also got Jalen Hurts. Could he be taking over the quarterback? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. Just took a drink of water. I've been speaking right now for about 15 minutes. Congrats, guys. You're on week for 15 minutes. We're not even done yet. We're only on week four. Eagles at the 49ers. Uh, it's going to be a new 49ers team with the loss of Buckner on defense. Could be... Bad for the 49ers. They got a lot of good games this year, though. You're going to hear me talk about them a lot. That's on Sunday Night Football. Week 5! Vikings and the Seahawks. Again, two teams that are very good. They were very good last year. They're going to be very good this year. Could it be interesting to see the Vikings without Stefan Diggs? That's on Sunday Night Football of Week 5. Week 6! Chiefs at the Bills. Again, it's going to be interesting to see the Bills this year. I don't know how good they're going to be. They got Stefan Diggs added to an already good team this year. So week six, Chiefs at Bills, Monday Night Football, two young offensive teams. Week seven, Chiefs at Broncos. This is going to be an important game. I told you this is at the draft. Broncos, they're going to be a good team this year. They really are. They are going to make the – I'm calling it now. They're going to make the playoffs. And if they can beat the Chiefs this week, it could help them get higher in the playoffs. That is why I say that for Week 7, Chiefs at Broncos is going to be a game that you want to watch. Also, last time the Chiefs and Broncos faced in an early season game, Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Will it happen again? I hope not. Week 8, 49ers. They are taking on the Seahawks. Those games are always great. It's going to also really determine the MC West winner. If 49ers lose, they might not get a high seed this year. And Seattle wins. It was so important last year. It really was this game. We could have had the Packers be the number one seed. I mean, who would have imagined we go from the Packers possibly being the number one seed, making it all the way to the NFC Championship game. And then they draft Jordan Love. What if Jordan Loves takes over for Rodgers this season? If that happens, 
Uh, we we honestly don't know. That's the thing. There's a lot of uncertainty this season. Not really that it will happen, but just what all is going to happen. Speaking of the Packers, Week 9, Packers at the 49ers on Thursday Night Football. going to be a great game there. You're going to want to watch it on the NFL Network, and I believe it's going to be on Amazon as well, all the Thursday Night Football games. All right, I've been talking too much. Week 10, the 49ers, they're taking on the Saints. If you remember last year, that was a great game. Uh, I believe the Saints won by, like, a touchdown. It was a high-scoring game, too. Week 11, the Titans are at the Ravens. Ravens are going to be a good game team this year. Uh, But let's see if the Titans are going to be very good next year. Also, is, you know, we don't know if the Titans are going to be good. We really don't. I also believe the Titans haven't won, like, the AFC... South since like 20, not even 2015. No, it's uh, 2006. I think was the last time the Titans won the division and they made it all the way to the AFC game last year. So you never know. Let's see if both teams will be actually overhyped. There's a chance the Ravens could suck. I doubt it. They got a great draft joining an auto great team. So I don't know. Week 12, Ravens at Steelers. That's going to be the Thanksgiving game on NBC. Uh, Thanksgiving games, you're not going to watch. We get, uh, of course, Redskins versus Dallas. I swear we get Redskins versus Dallas every other year. Detroit taking on Houston as well. Not very entertaining slated games this year. Week 12 didn't seem very entertaining either. But I got to choose the Ravens at Steelers. Because the Thanksgiving, it's going to be entertaining no matter what. I won't watch it because I have, like, Thanksgiving in the afternoon. Anyway, we go now to week 13. The Bills are 49ers again. Two young teams that definitely shocked me last year, uh, especially 49ers. They went from, like, 4-12 and 12 all the way to the Super Bowl, and I had them going 2-14. and 14. I really didn't trust them at all. I really didn't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. They had a great defense, though. So, Bills of 49ers, Week 13 on Monday Night Football. Going to be a good game. You're going to want to watch. Week 14, the Vikings are taking on the Bucks Again, two very good NFC teams. Going to be critical for the playoffs because I feel like both of them can still make the playoffs. Week 15, the Chiefs are taking on the Saints. How is this not Sunday Night Football? That week. This is going to be a good game. And uh, I could just go on a rant about the primetime, how everything was set up, but we're not going to do that. Anyway, week 16, we now move on to Vikings at Saints. It's a revenge game of the playoffs from last year. It's on Christmas. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be tough, though. Are we going to watch Vikings at the Saints or Christmas? Hey, so quick edit update. Uh, during the main news of the week, near the very end, I said a copyrighted term owned by ESPN and Disney. Uh, so I had to take it out. So that is why uh, the audio gets cut out once again. Uh, apologies. I did take that out, though. I don't want to get sued. So we're going to say they got basketball on Christmas, too. Going to be very exciting. Uh, Vikings at Saints are basketball on ESPN. I don't know what we'll watch.
Then finally, Week 17, Seahawks and 49ers. Great game last year, T. And the 100th regular season going to be a fun game. There you go, guys. I spent 20 minutes talking about uh, main news, and we're not even halfway done yet. Hope you enjoy this week's edition of Sports the Show. Coming up next, combat sports. We talk about combat sports. We got an entire segment dedicated to combat sports now. You're welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our combat sports update. I talk a lot about combat sports now. That is boxing, that is UFC, MMA, all that stuff. So I decided there's a lot of news this week. I'm going to make an entire segment of it. First, we begin with Tyson Fury saying he plans on fighting till he's 40 years old. He's 31 years old, by the way. He told us to ESPN on Thursday, April 30th. He said, quote, I don't see anyone out there that can challenge me anyway. I just flattened out the best one out there. The toughest opponent out there is Deontay Wilder. And we all saw what happened to him last time out. And quote. In that case, we got nine more years of Tyson Fury. It's going to be exciting for boxing. I know Ian's excited. I haven't talked to him yet. Probably should have. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Saturday, last Saturday, was the five-year anniversary of Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. It's the richest fight of all time, gaining $600 million. $600 million. That's a lot of money. It really is. Fight of all time, $600 million. It took five years to make the fight actually happen. They agreed to a fight to take place in March of 2010. But Floyd called Manny a cheater and then wanted him to do a Olympic-style drug blood test, I guess. And that was the only way he'd get to do the fight. Well, it had to be three days before the fight, by the way. Well, guess what Manny did? He sued Floyd Mayweather for defamation. Then it was just silent. We were like, oh, there could be another fight. But nope, nope, nope. There was not another fight. They just kept fighting other people. Then in the Miami Heat later... In 2015, I believe. Or late 2014. I don't remember. Anyway, at a Miami Heat game, the two athletes, they met face-to-face. And then after the game, discussed a live fight at a local hotel. They finally fought on May 2nd, 2015. However, some critics saying it was a lackluster fight with not a lot of uh, hits connecting. I didn't watch it, and frankly, I don't know that much about boxing, so I cannot tell you it was a lackluster fight. But I can tell you this. It was hyped. I was actually hearing about boxing. That was the most boxing I'd heard of in years, and that, I think, really... I mean, let's admit it. We talk about sometimes put boxing back on the map. Really did. We now move on to a hybrid combat card. With boxing, kickboxing, MMA, and bare-knuckle fighting. Jesus, I hate that. Bare-knuckle fighting. Anyway, a hybrid combat card has been scheduled for Forbes Field in Topeka, Kansas. John Camden. John Carden, excuse me. Who is the head of Carden Combat Sports, who is sponsoring the event, said, quote, we are going to have a ring and a cage side by side, end quote. Elsa said, quote, the venue could possibly change, end quote. The currently, the show is going to be streamed as a pay-per-view without fans in any of attendance. 
That's smart. Again, I'm sorry, guys, but you need to stay home. Please. I want this virus to slow down. Else is a quote, and this is the last quote. I've reached out to some of the bigger promoters. It's obviously one of the situations where if Top Rank or somebody else wanted to come in, I could easily set up a venue and leave it for them. Live American combat sports are back. It's going to be tomorrow, Saturday the 9th, at the Vive by Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. And it's set to feature a two title fights, and I believe both title fights are actually going to be considered a main event. Uh, I know the actual main event is Tony Ferguson versus J- Justin Gaethje. Going to be an exciting fight there. The number one contender facing the number four contender. I'm guessing the winner of the fight is going to now face Khabib. Nurma Nurma Magada Nurma Gada Nurma Gadev Nurma Magadev Nurma Gada No, that's not right. I have a translation somewhere. I really do. Nurma Gada Enough. Khabib. That's that's all you need to know. It's, they're gonna face Khabib. There are some safety features in place, including the members of the broadcast team sitting at separate tables away from each other. Post-fight interviews not take place in the octagon. All crew members wearing gloves and N95 masks as well. Officials are trying to find a way to able to be sanitized the mat after fights. The crew will stay in the same hotel and will be tested for COVID-19 before they check into the hotel. They did that a lot uh, with the nose test, I guess, where they... You know, I'm not going to describe it. Uh, if you want to see the video, you can. I don't recommend it. I did not enjoy that. Really didn't. But, yep, UFC 249 finally being held, but not on Fight Island. Disappointed there. I really am. I wanted UFC on Fight Island, but no. We're just going to ignore Fight Island. There we go. There is your new segment, Combat Sports Update. Well, after me trying to say Khabib's name many times, we now move on to the motorsports update. We start first with IndyCar. IndyCar was controversial. It was. Scott McLaughlin of Team Penske won the final race of the IndyCar iRacing uh, series at virtual Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Here were your uh, podium. There we go. It's a podium for him. Any car. The top three were Scott McLaughlin of Team Penske. Connor Daly, who, by the way, started 22nd, going all the way up to second place, and doesn't even have professional equipment. I was excited for him. The number three was Santino Ferrucci. Now comes the controversial part. Lando Norris, looking like he was going to get the lead, but was then intentionally taken out by Simon Pagano with two uh, laps remaining. Uh, Simon uh, allegedly said he was going to go to the pits on the mic chat with all the drivers and then quickly swerved and, I guess, quickly didn't go enough and then caused Norris to wreck and then not win the race. Now, Lando Norris had caused Pagano to wreck earlier, so that was his justification. Also, I don't think he won it. 
Most people are saying, oh, IndyCar told them to do this because they don't want to follow one guy when he's two weeks in a row. I'm not going to say Formula uh, iRacing is not I'm not going to say, oh, it's just a game. They're overreacting because they put a lot of work in there. You know what? We're not going to get into that. We really are. On the final lap, however, Marcus Erickson, Erickson, he was taken out in turn number three. Santino Ferrucci, like, hit him. You know, Santino Ferrucci and... uh, I believe Oliver Askew both wrecked in the line. They took out Marcus Erickson's chances of winning because then Erickson got in first place after the whole Norris incident. So then he's taken out, and then finally Scott McLaughlin gets the win. Uh, Twitter was mad. Twitter was really mad. Formula One Twitter was angry, uh, saying that they need to. Uh, they need to. Take all of his sponsorships away. You you should fire him. And then my favorite part, my favorite part, by the way, is when these guys are going to be like, well, I haven't watched any IndyCar ever, and I don't know that, or I don't know that much about IndyCar, but, and then you say your take. You automatically lose all credibility when you say, well, I don't know about this, but let's, let's yell. Let's yell about our takes. You lose all respect for me when you do that. IndyCar's announcement this season will start officially. It is going to be taking place June 6th at Texas Motor Speedway. I believe Texas has started to ease coronavirus restrictions, so that is going to confirm that the race is going to start there. So congratulations to all of you guys. No fans are going to be allowed. I'm excited for this man, June 6th, Texas Motor Speedway. It's going to be fun. I don't know if the radio crew is going to be there. I'm going to have to listen to them, though. Shout out to Mark James and the radio crew there. We now move on to NASCAR. William Byron has won his third NASCAR Pro Invitational race, this time at the Dover Monster Mile. Christopher Bell was almost able to win, but Byron had more momentum and crossed the finish line first. The next race is going to be at Virtual North Wilkesboro Speedway. This is going to be the last virtual NASCAR race as the real cars are going to actually race the next weekend at Talladega. Uh, interesting thing about North Wilkesboro. It's been closed for a while. Wasn't very taken care of, but then Dale Earnhardt came out there, like, I think in 2018, and then him and I racing scanned the track. And then I think that's when they uh, saved the speedway for North Wilkesboro Speedway all happened. So, uh, I've seen what Twitter can do. So, if enough people support it, there is a chance that North Wilkesboro Speedway could open back up again. So, yeah, there we go. There's your motorsports update. Coming up next is a... I, it's a comedy edition... The most funny part of the show is the non-sports news of the week, and these are some of the best stories I've seen in a long time. They may not be as good as our positive stories, but they are still very entertaining. So, ladies and gentlemen, the non-sports news of the week is coming up.
Well, this first story comes from the Associated Press. Quote, a Florida man was arrested after trying to quarantine on a Disney private island. You already know this in there. Florida deputies, they arrested a man who had been living out his quarantine on a shuttered island in Disney World, telling authorities it felt like a, quote, tropical paradise. Orange County Sheriff's deputies found Richard McGuire on Disney's Discovery Island on Thursday, not yesterday, the 7th, but last Thursday. I believe it was the 30th. Yep, Thursday the 30th. There we go. This story came out on Sunday, by the way. Anyway, he had been there since Monday or Tuesday and had planned to camp there for a week. This is according to the arrest report. The 42-year-old said he didn't hear numerous deputies searching the private island for him on foot, by boat, or by air because he was asleep in the building. He also told the deputy he didn't know it was a restricted area, despite there being numerous no-trespassing signs. This confirmed by a Disney worker. We will get more into that later. Richard also stated that he was unaware of that, of course, with the no-trespassing signs, and that looked like a tropical paradise. Skin, according to the arrest report. Orange County Marine deputies on Bay Lake used a public address system to tell McGuire he was not allowed to be on the property, but he remained on the island anyway, according to the arrest report once again. All this is according to the arrest report. I just have to keep saying that. A security representative for Disney says she saw McGuire using a company boat Thursday, noting that the area had several no trespassing signs to two closed gates. Just the HC to press charges. McGuire was eventually arrested on trespassing charge and taken to jail without incident. This guy is stupid. Why would you want to quarantine there? <sighs> People are interesting. They really are. We now move on to Utah and a five-year-old boy who drove his family's car onto the interstate intending to buy a Lamborghini. This comes from CBS News, by the way. Here we go. A Utah Highway Patrol trooper got a surprise when he pulled over a five-year-old driver who was swerving so badly that the officer thought the driver needed medical attention. Trooper Rick Morgan said the boy didn't respond to his lights, but pulled over when he hit his siren on Interstate 15 in Ogden, Utah. That was on Monday. Quote, I approached the vehicle and I was expecting to find somebody who needed an ambulance or paramedics. That was said by Morgan. He then said when the window came down, it was pretty clear that it was a very underage driver who was behind the wheel. The boy was sitting on the edge of his seat to reach the brake pedal. CBS Salt Lake City affiliate KUTV reports the boy was named Adrian, had managed to get the keys off his family saw of the family Dodge journey. Excuse me, I can speak and drove it two miles through Ogden, Utah, and onto Interstate 15 when Morgan spotted him. Also Morgan, of course. Where did you come from? How did you get in the car? Those were said on the video recording by Officer Morgan with the dash cam. Morgan said the boy told him he was going to his sister's house in California. 
The boy also told another trooper he wanted to buy a Lamborghini when he got there, and then flashed open his wallet, showing his cash to purchase his dream car. How much cash do you think he had? A, $1 million. B, $1,000. C, $3. The answer is $3. He only had $3. I think he might have been trying to get a Hot Wheel. I'm not sure. Anyway, his parents were contacted, and they came and took custody of their son and the vehicle. Adrian's sister, Sydney Estrada, told KUTV she was watching the family's children while the parents were at work. She says she fell asleep. When she woke up, she realized Adrian may be in danger. Quote, I saw the truck was gone, and he was gone, and the keys were gone. I don't know what went through his mind, she told KUTV. The family said Adrian had never driven a car before, and they don't know how he managed to get the keys to the car, much less drive across town and get on the interstate. The family said the incident is a good reminder to keep car keys out of the reach of children. Wow. Wow, guys. Uh, that's a lot. I think I drove my first car when I was like maybe eight. It was just be dry, just holding the wheel. And uh, my dad was on the pedals. But geez, a five-year-old doing this, man. Remember, keep your car keys out of each of children. I have a great idea. Why don't we stop producing those teething car keys for babies? Why don't we just stop doing that? Why do you need to chew on car keys? You're just giving car keys to your children, and then they're going to think that they can keep chewing on them, and then they're going to set alarms off. Or they could steal them. You never know. They could try and drive your car and buy a Lamborghini for $3. There you go. There's your non-sports news of the week. A very entertaining non-sports news of the week. Wow, guys, what another amazing edition of Sports the Show. Uh, oh, my microphone just fell right on top of me. Guys, I have a serious question. Do you guys want an interview? If you guys want me to interview someone, I can try and get someone. Uh, I have lots of people in line who I can do it. They're not going to be professionals, of course, but I can still try and get some of my friends to be interviewed and talk about their sports so if you guys want someone to be interviewed uh reach out on twitter and just be like yo hey at maxi sports you should totally interview someone this week or you can leave a review on apple podcasts and tell uh, me that you want someone interviewed there wait hold on apple podcasts wait we're not on apple podcasts we've never been on apple podcasts Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was stupid. Basically, we're now on Apple Podcasts. I want to tell you guys that. Uh, also, you guys need to rate for five stars. I need a five-star rating. Uh, here is our first five-star ra- rating coming from Sports the Show. It's a good show. I like the host. Not very good. From host. From the host. I don't know who that guy is, but whoever it is, I like that guy. Seems like a pretty cool, chill dude. They do. Anyway, enough about that. Yes, we are now on Sports Shows now on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on the Anchor page or on Twitter. 
I think I uh, no, that's not my pin tweet. Never mind. That's not my pin tweet. She probably should have made it. Oh well. Uh, yes, like I said, we are now on Apple Podcasts. We are also on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Casts. We have a YouTube channel. If I interview someone, I'm going to post the interview on there, hopefully. I believe I can now re- record with, like, Google Meetings or Zoom or Skype and then upload the audio there. So I'm going to do that. For the interview. So, yay, we're going to actually get to talk on a microphone now and have better quality. So, there you go. Some news there. Guys, you, you seriously need to support your local businesses. Uh, the first big local business... I had a big local business chain. You know, they closed all their locations, and that was sad. Because they lost all their, they didn't get to make money. So what you guys need to do is you need to support your local business. Buy gift cards, order takeout, order delivery, do all that. Also, do whatever you can to help with the virus. Stay home if you are able. If you go in public, please wear a mask. Wash your hands, of course. You guys need to do all that. If you are sick, you need to stay home. You really do. Also, old people. You have an hour to shop. Please go in your own shopping hour. We don't want to infect any of you. Really don't. Donate to your local food banks or volunteer if you are able. You said that's stuff that you can do to help with the virus. We are going to get through this. We have done this before. Actually, no, we have not done something like this before. But we are going to be able to do this. We just need to stay home and stay apart together. If we can do that, hopefully this virus will stop. Because the thing is, we don't know that much about it. We really don't. I swear, I keep seeing new symptoms of the virus every single day. So we really don't know that much about it. And that's kind of why everything's being canceled and stuff. But we hope that we can get out of this as soon as possible. So you guys need to stay home. Stay safe, guys. Once again, do everything you can to support your local businesses. Leave us a voice message. Add us on Spotify now. Add Max G Sports on Twitter. That's all. Peace. Hasta luego. See you next Friday.